Hello, and welcome to another Meta Media Group production of On Purpose Magazine, featuring interesting, inspiring, educational, and entertaining stories, discussions, and interviews of purpose, with purpose, on purpose. Hello everybody, this is J.W. Najarian with On Purpose Magazine, and today we have with us Marty Fowler and Gail Hunt, the authors of Angel Whispers. And how are you guys doing today? Fantastic. Fine, thank you. Wonderful. It's so exciting to have you on, Marty. I've, I've got to met Gail before, we've got to talk before, but I haven't got to meet you, so it's going to be a really exciting conversation today. And for people who don't know Marty Fowler, let me tell you about both her and Gail Hunt. Maudie Fowler is a mystic messenger who listens to the whispers of angels and delivers messages of hope and healing from loved ones that have passed to those left behind here on earth. Maudie knew she had this amazing gift at the age of 11. She has the ability to hear messages from angels and even as a child began to help those around her relaying angel messages from those seeking comfort, encouragement, and hope. And with her longtime co-author, Gail Hunt, their book, Angel Whispers, reaffirms faith and knowledge that angels and loved ones that have passed are still with us, helping the living to navigate the trials and tribulations of life. I love that. I wish I would have read it better. Um, you have a few books out that you've written with Gail, uh, but let's talk uh, Angel Whispers. This is, uh, this is the book that I got that I was introduced to you with, a great book, great stories. I love great stories and some good common sense information in here. Why did you guys write this book? Tell me about it. Well, um, when I grew up learning about myself, I actually thought everybody was like me growing up <laughs> until, you know, I noticed that's a sour apple. So for me to understand life and to understand that I'm different is to understand me first. So right. I had to learn, and I did learn from all of the older people. I love older people. So when a family came over and friends from my parents, you know, you usually are moved towards the door, go play outside, right? Right. So because you're not able to listen to their stories. But I snuck back in, and being smaller than I'm now, so, you know, it's um, for me to um, eavesdrop and learn about the stories from the older people who actually conquered world wars and diseases and illnesses and loss of loved ones. And I needed to know how they became survivor. Mm. And so for me, being as young as I was, I think I was some eight or nine, I just loved the older stories and, you know, from the older people. And I learned, actually, that to be a survivor, you have to have intangible gifts. How I came to that point, I just heard that I needed to listen. So I did, you know. I, like I said, I learned about um, love, honor, respect, patience, courage, forgiveness, and belief. And I learned that if I obtain that, and if when I master that, I'm able to keep my gift. Because I love to listen to the angel whispers. And at that time, of course, when people are going through the hardship, they don't want to listen to positive news because they don't know me. So usually when, you know, I'm persecuted for the good news, it is for me at that time, of course, to be sad that I couldn't help people to understand this gift. So I needed to learn from both ways, them and me, to look at my strengths and never the weakness. Well, I mean, in your... um 
bio, it talks about uh, you had this gift at age 11 and you were helping people then. Uh, Did you scare some people or did this scare you? What happened? (laughs) Yeah, that's why it was a sour apple. (laughs) You know? So it was kind of like, you know, you you freaked them out. I actually did that with Gail. Right. You know? (laughs) But (laughs) her mom told me it was okay. So I just, you know, in heaven they live in love and truth. So for me, you know, to only listen to those who are in love and truth is to address it but I needed to to learn that it's not what I say but how I say it so you know of course you know that was a life training when um, you know it didn't go the way that it needed and and you say that because I think what I've heard from you is that you don't actually see people but you can you explain what you do see or how these messages come to you yes it's actually um, um, our loved ones in heaven, they um, do earthly work from heaven. So the humans who are put on my path, the people who are put in front of me, it's the voice, the handshake, and the embrace. It's immediately tuned in. It's kind of like their book is already flipping the pages. So for me to pick up on them, it is um, in, on their frequency. So I'm, um, I'm totally in their business. Do I want to be in their business? No. But do I have to be in their business? You know, that is, of course, that's what I need to do. So how do I see it? How do I hear it? It's just uh, through images and uh, immediately through, you know, what I need to hear and what I hear I need to say. So and that's right. how I feel it. Sometimes also, you know, I can't ex- explain that part, but it's through sense, colors, and vibration, and that's how I make it a conversation for human comprehension. I know it doesn't make really sense, but that's the best that I can explain it. No, it's amazing because you've really got your job cut out for you. You've got to sit with that, and you've got to determine not only what is being said, but how to say it. That's a lot of responsibility for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, that's, that's what I say. Um, um, that's why we help people, heaven and me. I refer to myself as we. It's never I. Nothing comes from I. So everything right. comes from me, from we. So um, heaven will let me know what I need to address. Uh-huh. And if I feel, you know, that they have fear, then we are very gentle. And I love this, the stories in this book because they're, you know, the, I love inspiring stories. And you have a bunch of them in here because I know you and Gail together travel all over the United States and, and Europe helping people. And I also know, because from talking to Gail, that you guys don't charge. You're out there to help the world. Is, is that right? Yes. Let me explain that part. Sure. Uh, my gift can only be called a gift when you give it. Mm-hmm. Right. What other people do, psychics, mediums, that is their business. You know, For me, personally, I don't have a business. Um, which single mom, people in, you know, the shelters, children, people who are in the hospitals, um, you know, who can turn to people who are gifted in this time? For me, I just see them as welcome. Anybody who needs um, assistance, that's where, you know, I'm here for. So the teaching part, you know, when we go to Holland, we have small presentations, we have you know, the 15 to the 25 or the 30 in the private home settings. But when we go mm-hmm. to Amsterdam, Utrecht, and big cities, it is seven, you know, uh, six, seven, eight hundred. 
Wow. So for for me, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I'm kind of flexible when I'm on stage and there are 800 people. I just walk off stage and go all the way to the back. <laughs> all right, you but know? we do charge for the teaching part. Yes. That, yeah, not for Marty's gift, though. No, and that's um, that's just when you all go to Joe Alstein or anybody who is in that platform, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Then, of course, you have to obtain a book. And um, you know the um, the things to um, you know to to go to and and of course there's a fee when you when we all go see them because they are the motivational inspirational speakers and so <laughs> our teachings yes that is what people pay for but never for my gift I can easily walk away no I I, I totally understand I actually was arguing with Gail the other night I don't know if it's an argument I should say that <laughs> but I'm saying you have to be in abundance you have to. People should know that they, they have to be willing to give and receive. It's a, you know, it's a two-way process. I just love that you guys are going out and just sharing the gift. But, you know, people have to realize that it would be nice to buy a book or come to an event, and, and it might cost a couple dollars to, you know, fly you there or something. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, and that's yeah. how we do it. It's, it's just, you know, when they read the book, then they are able to move forward. And, um, and that's where I um, show up. Like I said, I, I personally, as Marty, don't socialize because I'm always in y'all's business. Right. And so how did you and Gail get together? I mean, you wrote this book together, and uh, uh, how, did, how did you both come together? Well, actually, um, I met Marty when I was director of religious education at a local church, and my mother had passed two years before. And I actually had a picture of my mom on the desk. And Marty was sitting across from me, and she was registering her youngest daughter for religious ed. And um, suddenly she picked up my mom's picture (laughs) and started telling me things about my mother that only my mother and I knew. And um, basically what happened was um, from that time forward, I had to teach that evening, and I was really, you know, in awe or shocked, I could say, and um, she she told me things that only my mother and I knew, and that's basically how we met. But her daughter, tell the story about Deanna. Well, we came um, uh, prior to coming to Charlotte, JW. Um, mm-hmm. We lived in uh, Great Falls, Montana, so coming over here to Charlotte, I needed to um, register my youngest daughter for religious education. So, and that's where I saw Gail and the picture of her, you know, her mother and uh, the generation. So I picked it up. And mm-hmm. but I saw Gail in church talking to so many people, and I had the green light from heaven to speak up. You know, before I always referred to myself as good guesser. You know, because I'm always in people's business. So, you know, I needed to understand. You know, to um, 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 when I had that green light, that um, I needed somebody next to me. And I saw her speaking, and I thought, geez, you know, her name is Gail. And um, um, she's very good in talking to people and many people and addressing things. So then I saw the picture. I picked it up, and then her mom told me, she's good for the job. Take her. (laughs) You know, so she told me things, um, um, you know, before she passed that only Gail would know. And, you know, um, I knew that I had to freak her out. And um, her mom said, it's okay. She can handle it. You know, so... (laughs) So I did. So I didn't uh, waste time because I knew time was of the essence to reach um, hearts and touch lives with mm-hmm. everything going on. And so um, that's where I left some messages with Gail. And um, Gail, um, 
actually um, looks a little bit uh, pale. <laughs> you want to finish that part, yeah. Gail? <laughs> yeah. Basically, what happened is I, I told, you know, like family members, but I didn't tell anybody else, um, JW, for a year and a half because I tested Maudie for a year and a half. Then yes. I, you, you rem- do you remember that in the book? Yes, exactly. I was, I, I was reading that. <laughs> and uh, at the end of that year and a half, I brought her to a Monsignor friend of mine, and they met privately. And uh, he came out of his office with Maudie, and he had tears in his eyes and gave her a blessing and said, continue to do God's work. So being the doubting Thomas that I am, I went back the next day, and I said, well, what do you think? He says, well, she's gifted, and you simply have to accept her that way. I said, (laughs) okay. But, I mean, you know, and I'm not a slow learner, but my thing was, okay, what am I going to do? Because obviously Maudie's the one with, you know, that we're all gifted in our own ways, but Maudie has a very unique, unique gift. And I'm saying, okay, God, what do you want me to do? (laughs) Well, of course I've found out (laughs) since then. (laughs) It's a great story in the book. And and let me me ask you about that because... um, you you are, are, uh, obviously there's religion involved here. You work for the diocese, uh, oh, um, yeah. Gail and Madi. You uh, have a you're you were putting your daughter in religious studies, so you um, you you're a woman of faith. Um, has that caused issue with you know with people and 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 the angels? I mean, has that caused any issue at all, or it's just part of the the deal? No, because you know it's about faith and it's not about religion. Right. You know, and faith is when we pray, you know, and many people ask me first, you know, Marty, are you a Christian? I said, oh, yeah, but are you? You know, (laughs) my life is about test and challenge. Now I will not waste time because now I say I'm not here to prove me. I'm here to prove all of you. Right. You see, so um, it doesn't cause any problems because it's about faith. We, heaven and me, and with Gail standing tall and strong next to us, heaven and me, it is where we bring people to faith because Mm -hmm. in this time they lost it. And when they lose it, they lose themselves. You see? So, no, it doesn't cause any problems. Mm -hmm. We just uh, brought as many as we could to faith. Right. Excellent. And the one thing is we deal with people who have none, who question if there is some, and it doesn't make any difference what they are. Across the board, we deal with them all, and it is absolutely fascinating. Wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about angels, Marty, um, because when you, your angel whispers, there's, you know, I see angels as two different things. It's you, you, um, obviously, you bring messages from uh, uh, loved ones and family members and others, um, but you say you get to heaven's okay. Are angels different from um, our loved ones or the same, or how does that work? This is how it works, okay? So um, when um, people are put in front of me, like people call me from different places, different uh, countries, um, it's, it's the angels are the links. And I listen to those who actually are the links, but um, it's been translated by the links to the people who are in heaven. So for me, it is to tune in to whoever comes. See, I never know who comes to visit. I never know what I'm going to say. That's why I say I'm not a psychic or a medium, because mm-hmm. I really don't know until I know. And see, and that's where, um, for instance, um, you're on the phone, so I tune in to, to your voice, and it's pretty cool. You know? So <laughs> for me, to already tune in is to listen to those who are there. 
And uh, for instance, and I'll leave this up to you, I refer to this as a heavenly Google. Okay? And so listening into your voice, there is this person, um, and I will tell you in a few minutes because I need to get this um, um, you know, delivered to you before I answer the question, how does it really work? Um, but that's how it also really works, you know? So anyways, um, there is this person who was actually has to do with, and I don't know what this means, and it says um, four and then an eight and then a nine, and I have no clue what that means. So, and he's from there, and he's in heaven, and he seems, he says he's an old friend, okay? And I have no clue what that means. So, um, and he also mentions, um, in heaven they live in love and truth. In heaven everybody knows everybody, and in heaven time does not exist. So, I like him so much. I, I actually, um, his heart is so pure, and he's such a good friend, and I'm not too sure who he is. But he came, um, and he keeps on saying four, and then the eight, and then the nine, and I, I don't know what that means. And then he also mentions, and and we talked about, you know, um, um, faith and church, and me being Catholic and Gail too. But actually, I'm a Catholic slacker. <laughs> okay, so that's why we have Gail next to to heaven and me because Gail knows so much about, you know, the writers of the Bible and Scripture and and such, and I do, but. I I didn't pay attention to having the um, you know sitting in in you know Bible class and stuff. But he is mentioning this this friend of yours, and he actually passed um, on an illness. So I'm not too sure who he is. He dropped the name Paul, but I leave that up to you. So I'm not too sure who. But anyways, um, he he also mentions because you're a gentleman of wisdom. And wisdom comes also from um, a writer, um, and he shows me um, your digital clock that stops on one, and I'm looking at Gail's digital clock here, but I just uh, passed the one and then the colon and the 18. So I'm not too sure from which book that is. Um, It ends with um, T-E-S at the end, and it went really fast. Can can you spell your name? Mine? Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, first name is John or J.W. and last name Nigerian, N-A-J-A. No, spell first name very slow. Oh, John, J-O-H-N or J-W. I go by both. Got it. So um, it is actually Eustace. Um, Ecclesiastes? Yeah. Okay. Of a T E S at the end, Gail. Okay. It, it must be Ecclesiastes. And then one, and then and dot dot, and then one eighteen. Okay, it's actually chapter uh, one, verse eighteen. And he mentions that is um, 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 prior to that, so it could be the um, um, you know one and and more, you know, the one colon nine or or until eighteen. It is so you because uh-huh. you are a gentleman of wisdom. Hmm. Oh. And you helped so, so many, so heaven is, is really acknowledging you for what you've done for so, so, so many. Now, back to switching gears, and if I go too fast, then you can simmer me down, okay? Just like me. <laughs> but um, um, actually, back to your question, uh, one sec, because they're still kind of like, um, they're chatty here. So 
I have to put him on hold for just a second. <laughs> but I have to ask, answer your question. I'm saying it out loud so they can hear me. <laughs> but um, your question and how do I hear it, it's actually through images, through sense, through colors, through vibration. And that's how I, in a flash of a second, have to make it a conversation for human comprehension. So you got it, right? Yeah, and the other thing is I want to uh, just hone in a little bit more. What he Basically, uh, the angels, JW, are the connectors okay, mm -hmm. to the people who are there. And angels are angels and people are people. But we refer to the people as spirits because they're not here. <laughs> Okay, that makes okay. that makes a lot of sense. Does that help? And I appreciate you uh, you you listening in, Maudie, for me. So uh, the, the next question is kind of answered, and that is you can do this over the phone with people. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, you are. So, and that's what I address. So when the people call from from China, Russia, or you know different countries, the coolest part is. They, um, the loved ones in heaven sometimes speak in their language. And you see, I'm from Holland, so expect Nederland. So that means that's my language. I speak Dutch. So when these people call and let me know a full sentence, see, I copied them. So I don't, I don't speak the language right. because I have no clue what they're saying. You know, but oh, I love this part of the, the your story, and that is because you've you've often uh, said things, and especially the story where, <laughs> you know, you, uh, what was it? Uh, was it blessings or bless you? Can you tell me that one? Oh, that was the, was that the Russian? Yeah, that yeah. was. Um, yeah, God bless. Monica. Yeah, God yeah. bless. Yeah. It was at the last moment when um, you know the grandmother came and said, uh, "Never forget the <laughs> Slavia Bogu." Yeah, Slavia uh, Bogu B O G U. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that's so interesting because you end up saying these things in different languages. You have no idea what they mean, and then people go, "Oh, that." <laughs> yeah, they, and they they actually do the translating and tell us. <laughs> that's that's incredible. That's just phenomenal. Marty uh, and Gail, uh, you're coming out um, to um, Los Angeles pretty soon, and uh, you're you're going to do a couple uh, uh, sessions out here. I know you're traveling all over the place. Um, let's talk about where people can find you guys and where they can pick up this book. Okay, the way they can contact us is by going to uh, our website. Um, well, we have, if they want to directly, it would be Maudie, M-A-U-D-Y, and the whole word, Gail, at AOL.com if they want a session in their area. Mm -hmm. And the book can be purchased at Barnes & Noble. We also have, uh, if people want to go in and check us out, they can go to the website, uh, Maudie, M-A-U-D-Y.com. And there's a whole bunch of information on there. But our book is in Barnes & Noble and pretty much all over because we've got calls from pretty much, you know, various countries and here even in the States calling us. That's great. I'll put, I'm going to put all this information on the story. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you just go to the page and get the links to their site and their email address and their contact information. And I'll have some more information, their bios and pictures so you can, and all that kind of good stuff there. So you can check it out there. By the way, now I've got to go out and dust off my Bible and pull it out. So <laughs> you've, you've accomplished me d digging into my office, which my wife really wants me to do anyway. So. <laughs> Well, you know, the numbers that were addressed, I have no clue what that means, and it could be a difference in order. You the, know? the four, nine, and eight. This yes. tall person, once you realize, uh, recon and you will, as soon as we hang up, you'll recognize who it is. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> oh, I, the, the, I already recognize the name, uh, so. Okay. Uh, but uh, not sure what the numbers mean yet. Okay. 
anxious to know. Hmm. So we will actually, um, um, it's cool, you know, you have um, people who have so much to look forward to, and our news is only positive. There's nothing negative that we address, but if there's an obstacle in front of people, of course, we need to warn them, and we are here to present people with choices. So, And that's what our whole mission is, to let them know this is what happens when you do, and this is what happens when you don't. Right, exactly. So I wanted to ask you about, you talk about courage, you know, you talk about those, those, those kind of things. What do you mean when you talk about those things? Um, when people go through their life training, meaning when they are growing up, they need to find themselves, okay? So um, during that time, um, in reference to different levels of hardship that maybe they were, you know, looking into, they were actually experiencing use and abuse and people talking them down. So what happens, love, honor, respect is what we lose. So then we turn to stress, frustration, and depression. And in order to restructure that and find yourself back, you need to turn to patience. And patience is when your prayers, our prayers, are being received in heaven. That's where we need to find our way to restructure the love, honor, respect we've lost and, again, turn to depression. So with patience, all our prayers have been received and have never the way that we want to see it happen and come to pass and process, but the way that we need to. So then the fifth is courage. In order to restructure what we've lost, we have to be willing and find the courage and the willpower to lift ourselves from our couch, our bed, our seat, and open that door. So when the door is open, then heaven sees us that we were willing to step into our courage shoes, and then so many doors will be opened out of itself. So mm. that's the only way that we can get our love, honor, respect back. And then forgiveness. Forgiveness is an element, is a intangible gift that is hard for people to actually let go of, because forgiveness is, dear Lord, please forgive me, so I can forgive myself, my parents, and others. Right. You see, when one cannot forgive, one will live in the past. One will actually be prisoner of themselves. And one I love that, Maori, because it's, you know, people, when they talk about forgiveness, they always think about the other person. They forget about forgiving themselves. That's so important. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yep. See, and that can actually hold yourself back. And again, you know, we need to be free. And the way to be freed is letting go and letting God. Mm. You see? So then that becomes an escalation of turning to faith. So with that, we go to believe. In reference to that last element, we need to believe in ourselves, in God, and in a higher power, and then we believe in our goals, and everything comes with it. Once we learn to master, you know, this all, then we'll be able to master ourselves, but in the first place, our mind. In order to, to master this all is to master your mind, because we need to switch that chip. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. I love that. How does where, where, where does the word grateful come into that? <laughs> because for, forgiveness always seems to end up in gratefulness, and, and um, yeah. from in, in my opinion, yeah. uh, is that a big word for you? Oh, definitely, oh, yeah. because it actually is the umbrella. Mm -hmm. ah. 
it's the umbrella of, of ourselves and we need to find a way how to be covered and we can only do that by first covering ourselves it's kind of like having the oxygen mask on yourself first before you apply it to others isn't mm-hmm. that what the flight attendant teaches us mm-hmm. and um, I always like to give the people that I interview I like to give them the last word but I have one more question before I go there and that is you talk in your book about everybody has a moral to their life their story I talked to Gail earlier, uh, everybody knows uh, who listens to me, that earlier this year I got a diagnosis of stage 4 cancer. And, um, you know, it's like I never had a why me day, thankfully. But I do wonder if the moral of my story, if if I've lived it out to its, you know, if I've done what I'm supposed to do here. Do you have a lot of people come uh, come to those places where they find out who they are and what they are and... That's the coolest part because why you had to go through all of this is because many people are chosen to live to tell. Mm-hmm. And so your moral is actually your endurance of the extension that God granted so you will be able to, um, how can I say that, um, help people with their cross. Mm. You know, you gave meaning to the cross that you carried. And so, therefore, you're chosen to help so, so, so many people to move on, move forward, and move up. And so that's the moral of your story. You overcame and you conquered you. All right. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. That's, that's what I try to do. <laughs> it's beautiful because, you know, you kept on looking up, and um, therefore um, you're freed. Yeah, I went through the depression thing in my early 30s. I, I, that's definitely not a place I want to go again. I, I, you can only look up. Right. Yes, it's on your pages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marty, I'm going to give you the floor. I want you to, uh, we're coming up on the hour here, um, so I want to give you the last word and, uh, and uh, make sure that, uh, and then, of course, we'll give the information again how we can find you. But uh, just if you just have something to say or you, there's some uh, message you'd like to impart, Thank I'd love to hear it. Thank you so much, please. And to all of you who are listening, very important that we always turn to faith and therefore fear will disappear. When we turn to faith, you know, with our prayers, they're all being received in heaven. So all our prayers are actually being processed. Okay, sometimes never the way that we want to see it happening. But when we turn to faith, we patiently wait. Because many things are ready to be revealed to all of us. And happiness starts with us. So when we are digging deep in our heart and letting go and letting God, you know, then we can sing Carrie Underwood's song, right? Let Jesus take the wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is J.W. Nijaren from On Purpose Magazine, and we've been speaking to Marty Fowler and Gail Hunt, authors of Angel Whispers, Messages of Hope and Healing from Loved Ones. Thank you guys so much for being here, and uh, you, you can go and get hold of my, It's Marty and Gail, I believe, at AOL.com. Is that correct? That's correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have the rest of the information. Uh, I think it's Marty.com. Yes, is mm-hmm. the, yeah, our website. Mm-hmm. M-A-U-D-Y.com. Go get this book. It's a wonderful book. And uh, get a hold of Gail and Maudie. They are so wonderful to talk to. And set up, set up a, 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 
set up a, a deal. Get your friends together. Put put something together. Find these guys out. They're amazing. I'm going to meet you guys at uh, in Malibu in a, in, a, in a few days, and uh, we're going to have a great session. I know you guys are going to have a great session out there. It's going to be great, so, and I'm excited. Thank you so much. Everybody have a great day and a better tomorrow. Thank you. Okay, have a good day. Okay, have a good day now. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to our Made in Media Group production of On Purpose Magazine. You can find On Purpose Magazine at onpurposemagazine.com. On Purpose Magazine and JW On Purpose is the property and is a trademark of Made in Media Group, and this audio is copyright 2012, and all rights are reserved.